Next, we are privileged to hear from Chris Poole. He is from Franklin, Tennessee, which is a suburb of Nashville. He is, uh, we're talking to him today because he is one of the top branch managers um, with over 200 branch sales in 2008. So we're talking to Chris today. Chris, we appreciate you taking some time to be with us. Todd, thank you very much. I'm honored to be here and look forward to this session. Great. Um, Chris, why don't you uh, um, tell us a little bit about your history, uh, your kind of your professional background before you first and, and how you became part of the You First family. You bet, Todd. Uh, Todd, I am not really what you would say is a long-term veteran from the entrepreneurial network marketing field. My background really is corporate USA. I spent 22 years with Johnson & Johnson, and uh, of all things, talk about getting far removed from our field of endeavor. I used to work hand-in-hand uh, -hand with neurosurgeons as a part of my career, uh, showing uh, the emerging technologies and working with them in the OR environment. Um, I still have friends in the neurosurgical field, and I laugh about it because I, I like to think that some of my sales training in the early years came from working with those guys, and in some cases, ladies. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty tough to sell a neurosurgeon on an idea, and, and you, be the, you be the boss, if you will. And so you have to find ways to transmit ideas and let them feel like they were the originator of the idea. It was a lot of fun, but that's, that's my background, and that's what I brought into the You First endeavor when I began. So did you retire and then start the You First business, or did you just kind of do a career transition? Uh, actually, in, in the field that I was in, once a person reaches 55 years old, unless you are in uh, extreme levels of senior management, uh, that's pretty well the time that you take early retirement and contemplate doing something different. So at this point, I just turned 60 years old last month. I'm probably not one of the younger you first agents out there. So I did make my transition in my 50s and uh, have also spent a number of years in ministry parallel to my corporate work. So I was really starting to get focused on ministry endeavors during, I would say, the last seven to nine years. So it was kind of a, an easy transition for me. And uh, when I saw you first, it really struck me as the closest thing I had ever seen to a ministry and a business role together. And that's where it started. That's where it started, Todd. In December of 2006, um, I was first introduced to the You First concept. Um, suffice it to say that I was not in the position I fully wanted to be as far as being able to retire financially at that point. I had a mortgage. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had uh, way too much of a mortgage to, to make it fit my preferred retirement plan. And um, I was initially interested in the You First concept for what it would do for me. But as I began to see how strong the concept was, and after I had my own financial analysis produced, um, and many of us go back and laugh about this, I spent my first three months uh, marketing the program during the day, and at night I would come home and literally dig and try to find some way to prove it wrong. Because I was a, I have a, a slight analytical bent to my nature. Um, those of us that are invested in you first understand what the analytical types are like. Well, I am one, <laughs> and so anyway, 
after three months, I was unable to prove it wrong, and I discovered, you know, wow, for once in my life, something that looked too good to be true actually turned out to be real. That's a great moment when you <laughs> when you go through that because uh, you know I I, did, I actually did the exact same thing, um, and it and it is absolutely everything it's supposed to be. Um, you you've developed an incredible branch. What has been your protocol? What has been your secret? Did you bring your kind of your corporate training in? Uh, I know it's all about people, but why don't you why don't you tell us how you how you built your branch and kind of some of your philosophies of management? Okay, Todd, I'll I'll give that my best shot. Now, again, because my background was more corporate, uh, I was in sales management during the corporate years, and so I was responsible for other people, but certainly not the number of people that uh, ended up in in the U-First tour of duty. Um, I've always heard that when you invest in other people, it will automatically come back to us. And so I had that as kind of a starting point. That was my intent. Uh, but I did, I did bring some of my corporate principles across the line with me. I am a stickler, personally, about professionalism. I, I personally am not attracted to things that look like they've got rough edges or a lack of polish because, for the most part, the people that, that I knew I was going to contact immediately thought and acted like I did. Now, you know, let me be quick to say there are all types of folks out there and so what I'm describing is not the right way or the only way by any stretch. I just knew that was my warm market. And so that's where I started. I, I tried to bring a corporate level of professionalism, if you will, over into this endeavor. And to my delight, I saw that it really transferred very well. Uh, so I stuck with that. You know, anytime we find something that works, then the old southern expression uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And so I tried to adhere to that. I tried not to fix what seemed to be working. And so by investing in other people's ability to make sales, and that is past my own personal sales. Let me back up just a minute and say on in the first three and a half months, which is the period of time it took me to get to branch, I focused almost exclusively on personal sales. And and we had the great blessing of having some superstars in our ranks uh, actually show up in our downline. So that certainly helped our forward momentum. But I, I, did, I stayed focused very heavily on sales and continued to after the fact. Uh, I'm going to touch an interesting uh, uh, notation about that in just a moment. But as we move forward... Uh, by by focusing on the agents in my downline and helping them make their sales and helping them engage their client base, I found that we were able to get a larger number of the agents producing a minimum of one sale per month. Now, when you collect a few agents in your downline and when you've got a fairly good-sized number of people able to make at least one sale per month, it doesn't take long until you see that it's easy to hit what we call our bonus levels. And I'm speaking to some that I know are not in our ranks, and, of course, those that are in our ranks know exactly what I'm referring to. As as branch managers, we can hit what we call the branch bonus pools, which is a very attractive thing to do because uh, there's a substantial amount of monthly income that comes to us, and we don't have to produce that from sales. It's just from the cumulative sales in our downline are in our branch. So anyway, my methodology was to focus on sales in my presentations. Um, now, 
Todd, I would be quick to say there are going to be those in the ranks that would strongly disagree with the comment I'm going to make, and I'm not going to defend that. Uh, I, I do believe that there is a whole methodology to building an organization that makes total sense. I'm just simply going to describe what I did and what I saw happen. Yeah, that's it fine. became clearly obvious when I went around the country. First of all, I traveled a lot during the first year and a half, and I went to different places in the country uh, working with what I would consider to be point people in different places in the U.S. I would sow into them. They would use their sphere of influence, bring people to the meeting. I would do the stand-up presentation and explain the concept, show the slides, answer questions, et cetera, et cetera. But I never made any kind of a promotion for the business side of our opportunity. Um, now, again, some people would say, well, Chris, you missed the boat on that. Well, Todd, what I saw was that the few times that I did, I saw people kind of fold their arms, again, because of the market I was touching. Uh, these, these are people that were corporate-minded people, and so I knew their response would be this way. Uh, but when I would touch the business opportunity, they would think, hmm, that's another one of those things, and that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for a real business. So I quickly began to focus on the concept of getting people out of debt and the ministry that we could apply to the individual household by simply uh, addressing the removal of debt. And I never mentioned a thing about the business. What we began to see was most surprising. If I did not mention the business, <clears throat> there would be a certain number of people that would just seem to instinctively smell the fact that there was a business behind the, the opportunity that we were presenting, and they would come forward on their own. And they would present, uh, I mean, they would stand up at the front of the room and just kind of wait until we got free and say, um, could you tell us, is there a business involved in this? <clears throat> we begin to see that by having our, our local points of contact address those people at the end of the meeting, they were ready to go to work. They had already made the decision to engage, and they were actively looking and interested in something like what we represented. And I found, at least in my experience, that in 2007 and in 2008, particularly through the, the first two-thirds of 2008, we were able to take those people and make faster forward progress than if I just threw a general invitation out. Uh, Todd, you know, this business can be right for a lot of different types of people, but it's not necessarily for everybody. And, you know, it's a very lucrative business if it's, if it's done with a little bit of elbow grease. I call this a real business. Uh, this is not uh, a business that's for the person who doesn't want to work and they want to hire a superstar and ride their coattails and do nothing. Uh, this appeals to me because it's a real business and it rewards genuine activity and diligence and a good work ethic. Um, and that's been my experience. And I was interested in attracting those type of people because those type of people bring their own inner motivation, their own passion, and their own vision to the table. And so we're not trying to literally tie a rope around people and drag them down the road. Uh, sometimes they'll even run ahead of us. And, and that's a delight to see. So anyway, that's how we begin to build. And 
and quite frankly, that is what produced a whole lot of the momentum that we saw in 2007 and 2008. Uh, that's wonderful. Um, let's talk about <clears throat> let's talk about 2009 uh, for a second here. You know, the company just announced the pre-launch of BizPack. Product will be out middle of March. What's that going to mean uh, to the growth of your business this year? Todd, I'm really excited about BizPack, not just because it's a new product. Now, obviously, new products represent new opportunity to any company. But I think we have seen a very significant shift in the U.S. market. Obviously, we went through the fourth quarter of 2008. We saw what happened on Wall Street. Uh, people are skittish right now. They're concerned about their financial well-being. People are out of work. Incomes are down. Uh, we all know what the picture has, has looked like since October of last year. Um, I am aware that agents uh, in mass across the country find it somewhat easy to approach people in what, what we would call their warm market, relationships that are already in place for them. But it's a little tougher for people to reach beyond their warm market and effectively develop a coal market. What excites me about BizPack is I see this as a collection of highly developed tools that have been road-tested in the form of our U-Tracker Pro and U-Tracker Pro Plus. We're taking what we already have that we know has worked, and it's being uh, upped to the next level, if you will. And additional tools are being added to it. So it attracts me because... It's going to help our agents be able to reach beyond the boundaries of their warm market and touch a much wider audience through the power of online marketing. And, uh, and then, of course, it actually represents a business that goes beyond the boundaries of the United First Financial business, and it can reach out and touch people who are involved in completely different businesses. And they can use these tools to help their businesses along. So it's both a whole other market and it's a, a, a tool that I think is going to bring a lot of excitement and a lot of momentum to a market that is looking for answers nationwide. I don't mean just our market. Our market, actually, I feel like we're in the, we're in the strongest place for building right now that I've ever seen the company be in with our version 4.1 and, and everything that's, that's been perfected to the degree that it is the financing option, the multi-property option. But the market in the United States is looking for some answers and solutions because so many people are suffering income loss or loss of jobs, et cetera. And here we are at this juncture with what we have, and I feel like it's the right place for the right time. Well, I, I, I totally agree, and I appreciate you saying what you said. Well, thank you very much, uh, Chris. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, uh, we know each other personally, but it's it's good to talk to you on the phone today and and uh, and uh, and to have this interview with you. And we look for great things in the upcoming year, 2009, from you and your team. Well, Todd, we're certainly on board. I appreciate you, and I appreciate all of the leaders inside the home office. Thank all of you for your efforts, for your diligence, and and for pressing through and and helping us help the the market in the U.S. Uh, I really agree with Mark Victor Hansen and, and the comment that now is on record in Success from Home Magazine, February 2009. Uh, I genuinely believe our program is is probably one of the key answers 
to help the country turn its debt problem around and point it down the the better part of the road. So, Todd, I'm with you. I'm looking forward to a great 2009. There's a lot of excitement in the camp, and uh, it'll be it'll be great fun to do it together. Okay. Have a great day. You too, Todd. Take care. Goodbye now.